Hello, 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 and welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Hiram Roche, and I am here to have a conversation with you that I believe will help you to focus on the greatness that's within you. Thank you all for coming on tonight and being a part of this conversation. I ask that you do me a favor. As always, you know how we're going to start. I ask that you make sure that you share, share, share. Make sure that you're sharing. Make sure that you like this page. Um, and well, as well as make sure that you are following. And for those that are watching um, on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe, make sure you hit that notification buzzer, as well as make sure that you are sharing with everyone that you know. As we continue to do this, sharing and liking these things, what it does is it helps the algorithm so that we can be able to reach and kind of come up to the top um, where more people can be able to see us reach and we can be able to reach a broader and continue stretching and reaching broader audiences. So thank you for um, helping. Thank you be able for liking. Those that are listening through um, any of the podcast platforms, I want to say thank you and ask that you do the same. Make sure that you're sharing. Make sure that you are liking as well as make sure that you are leaving a comment so we can be able to know how this is impacting you. I also want to take the time to thank those that are supporting the platform um, through financial, through donations, through you know different ways. And we want to say thank you for doing that. And for those that are on and that are listening that want to be able to be a part of that as well, you can be able to do it in three ways. The first way that you can do it is through Cash App. And you can do that by dollar sign, focus on greatness. And that is G-R-E-A-T-N-S. Again, that's dollar sign, focus on G-R-E-A. T-N-S. The other way that you can be able to do it is through Venmo. And you can do that at Focus on Greatness. And that's spelled all the way out. Again, that's Venmo at Focus on Greatness. Now, another way that you can be able to do it is you can be able to mail it in at 2904 East Stan Loop, number one in Colleen, Texas, 76542. And for those that are listening, as well as for those that are watching, you can be able to do this again at 2904 East Stan. And let me spell that Schluter. It's S-C-H. L-U-E-T-E-R, loop, the number one. And I want to say again, just say thank you. And for those that are watching this live, those that are watching this either through Facebook or through um, through YouTube, make sure that you also listen to this and you can take the time to be able to listen and follow me on all these pla- all the different platforms from Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. And you can continue these conversations on the go. And I, again, I want to just say thank Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of tonight's conversation. Again, for all of those that are on, make sure that you take the time out and share share this. So again, so other people can be able to recognize and to know that we are on and we can be able to continue to reach every single person. I want to, for those that are already on, do me a favor, just comment. Let me know where you are, what city you are watching, as well as for those that will be watching or listening to this on any podcast platform. I want to know where you are listening to this from. I would love to be able to hear and to be able to see where you're listening from, uh, listening to these podcasts from. 
Now, tonight we're going to continue a conversation that we have been talking about dealing with this aspect of something's in my eye. And it has been a wonderful conversation that we have been having, and I have truly been enjoying it. And I pray that it's been impactful. Um, I've heard from different people that is already impacting them. They're loving the conversation and it's helping them. And so we're going to continue that conversation on tonight as we continue talking about, again, something's in my eye. And so we'll continue this right after these commercials. Be right back. The Salt Society is a family-owned and operated online clothing store. They provide athleisure and casual wear for men, women, and children. The Salt Society's mission is to influence the culture through faith, family, and fashion. You can visit their website at thesaltsociety.co and use offer code FIRST10, that's one zero, for 10% off your first purchase. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing. With Anchor, I found that. I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. Alrighty, everybody. Again, I want to say thank you. And for those that want to, again, be able to uh, get into that 10% off for the Salt Society, make sure that you go over to their website and be able to take, take advantage of that. Again, that's at thesaltsociety.com. Now, let's dive into this conversation. I have been excited and been waiting to be able to have this because I believe it's going to be helpful for all of us. And so, again, we've been on this conversation dealing with some things in my eye. And I see some people. I see my my folks from Colleen. I got folks from Austin. I got folks from Oklahoma. I want to say thank you all again for being on, um, on tonight and joining and being a part of that. Make sure, again, that as you're on, start some watch parties. Share this out so your family and friends can be able to see and to know that we're on. And so we're going to continue again this conversation dealing with this piece. And tonight, what I want to be able to focus in on is tonight we're going to talk about clear vision. Yes, I'm, I said it, clear 
vision, more so clean vision. We're going to deal with some clean vision, but we want to deal with clear vision tonight. And so as we deal with this topic on tonight, one of the things that we have been dealing with or looking at, we've been looking at this context in Matthew chapter seven, verses five. This is something that has been helping us throughout this conversation is dealing with this again in Matthew chapter seven, verses five. And so let's read this together, listen to it together so that we can be able to hear what Jesus is trying to help us to understand how we can be able to have clear vision. So let's look at this together. So Matthew chapter seven, uh, verses five, this is what it says. It says, you're being hypocritical. This is in the Passion Translation. You're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them. And then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spot of your friend. I'm going to read it one more time and then we'll dive in. It says, you're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own blind spot and deal with them. And then you'll be able, be capable of dealing with the blind spot of your friends. Now, this has been a help for me as I've been looking at this, because what I've been recognizing is as we've been dealing with and, and going through these conversations, I'm seeing more and more of where areas that God is showing me that I have to acknowledge, like we have been talking about, I have to acknowledge that this is a problem. This is something that is in my eye. Then I have to deal with this specific thing that's in my eye so that where we're talking about tonight, so that I can be able to have clear vision. This is a powerful help because again, we have to do these steps so that we can be able to effectively help our brothers and sisters. This is the reason, and this is the purpose of what I believe God is trying to get us to do. So the question that we need to have is what or how do we able to see this context of where we seeing clear vision? So the way that I believe that we are able to get clear vision and the thing that I think that Jesus is allowing us to be able to see and to be able to understand is what what he's dealing with, with clear vision, is having discernment. Now, now I understand I need us to all be, for those that are listening live, those that are on Facebook or YouTube, hit, I want you to put it in the comment. What Jesus is talking about is this word, everybody put in discernment. This is the thing that Jesus is trying to get all of us to be able to see. And what he's trying to talk to the people at this point is about, is he's trying to get them to have discernment. Now, we want to be able to clarify some things first before we dive deeper into this, because yes, Jesus wants all of us to be able to have discernment, but I believe there's a specific type of discernment that he needs us to be able to have. And we'll find this and look at this and see so we can clarify some things on tonight. So let's deal with this. Let's first define what we're talking about. All right, let's first define what we're talking about. Thank you, honey. I see you on it. Discernment, discernment. Thank you, Aaron. Yes, discernment. This is what we're talking about tonight is discernment. We're going to deal with this. So this first word that we want to look at is just the word discernment because there's two different forms of discernment. And we'll break this down tonight. The first type of discernment is by definition, by W.E. Uh, Vines and not W.E. Vines, but by Webster Dictionary, this is what it says. It's the ability to judge well. Regular discernment is the ability to judge 
well. Now, simply stated, what that means in this ability to judge well is just really knowing how to judge what is right and what is wrong. Simple. It's not that complex. Again, it's the ability to judge well. It's the ability to judge if something is right or if something is wrong. This is something that we all have the ability to do. This is something that we have been teaching our children to do. I know I'm teaching my boys to know the difference between right and wrong. We're, we're all learning this simplistic form of discernment. Now, let's give an example. And I want everybody that's watching, I want you to, those that are listening, I want you to be able to really think of these answers. They're not difficult, but I want you to really think of these answers. If a person steal something out of a person's car. Let's just say they steal a car. Is that right or wrong? Everybody should be able to answer that clearly. It's wrong. If a person is abusing their spouse, is that right or wrong? It's wrong. If a person is cheating on their taxes, is this right or wrong? We know that these answers all are all the same. It does not take us to be spiritual to recognize that these things are wrong. Now, what we're about to be able to recognize, and I want to be able to break this down as simple as I possibly can so that we can see this. These are things that are regularly discerned, the ability to judge well, the ability to be able to judge from right and wrong. These things that these questions that I just gave, they are simple. We can be able to say these are wrong. We can be able to say this is right. We, we automatically know this. But what we want to dive in tonight and what I believe Jesus was trying to be able to get them to be able to see is this piece that we're dealing with, that we're going to deal with and pull out is spiritual discernment. Now, spiritual discernment is the ability to recognize the spirit behind the action. I'm going to say it again. Spiritual discernment is the ability to recognize the spirit behind the action. Let's use the same three questions that we just asked. The first one being, if someone steals a car, is that right or wrong? We already defined that that is a wrong thing. But the question is spiritual discernment and what spirit is behind that action? For again, going to the second question of if you have someone that is abusing their spouse, is that right or is that wrong? We, we know on the natural discernment that in this aspect, that's a wrong action. But what is the spirit behind the action? Can you discern what spirit, what spirit is behind that action? Even when it comes to cheating on your taxes. Now, I know people might be saying, wait a minute now, hold on. No, it's tax season. Even people that cheat on their taxes, that is wrong. But what is the spirit behind the action. And what I want us to be able to understand is sometimes what we think, sometimes what we see as being or think the spirit that is behind that might not be that spirit. Because the reality of it is, is we have to be able to discern the spirit and being able to discern the spirit, we're going to dive into it, is something that has been given unto us as a gift. Now, let's look at, we're going to look at just a couple scriptures tonight because I want to give some clarity to this context. So 
in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 and verses 10. I'm doing this on purpose, but on verses 7 and 10 in the King James Version, this is what it says. Verse 7, it says, but the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Verses 10, this is something that the Spirit manifests. He's given it to everyone so that we can be able to profit. I, I, if I could go through and deeper in this, and I'm, I'm probably will in a different time frame, but this, the, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Here's verse 10, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another, here it is, the discerning of spirits to another um, diverse kinds of tongues and to another interpretation of tongues. Now, what is what is he saying in this? If you read even just the few verses of scripture all the way verse to verse 10, you recognize that this is a gift that God has given unto man. God has given unto man a gift. Now, the beautiful gift is the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit is able to manifest the specific gift that is needed for the specific time. So when we're talking about having spiritual discernment, the only way that you can have spiritual discernment, the effective spiritual discernment is one, you do have to have the Holy Ghost. Now, I'm going to just go ahead and say it. For you to be able to have spiritual discernment, you have to be able to have the Holy Spirit. Now, now, you cannot have spiritual discernment without having the Holy Ghost. Now, because again, it is him that manifests these specific things, okay? We, we, we have to have an understanding of this. But also, what I need us to see is it's a gift. And just like any gift, it's given for a purpose. So the Holy Spirit, God has given unto us a gift that the Holy Spirit manifests in the specific time that that gift is needed. Now, what, why am I saying that? Because really what I'm wanting us to clear up, up front and understand is he's not telling us that he wants us to walk around looking for enemies. That's not what he's saying. He's, he's not saying that what I need you to do and what I'm asking you to do is walk around looking for the boogeyman. That's not what he said. What he said is is I'm looking, and let's go back and look at it again and listen to this again in Matthew chapter seven, Matthew chapter seven, verses five. He says, you're being hypocritical and a hypocrite. First, acknowledge your own. We already deal with this, your own blind spots and deal with them. And then you'll be capable of dealing with the blind spots of your friends. Now, I love this because in the King James version, it says, then you'll be able to see clearly then you'll be able to see right to be able to effectively help your brothers and your sister. You'll be able to see effectively. Matter of fact, it says, it says, first cast out thy own, the beam out of thine own eye, and then thou shalt see clearly to cast out the mote out of thy brother's eye. It's, it's the purpose is for you to be able to see clearly. So now when we, because we see this aspect, now we understand the, the purpose of what he needs us to do is to see clearly for what reason? I need you to see clearly so that you can then help your brothers and your sisters. That's the purpose. The purpose of this is so I need you to walk in spiritual discernment so that you can be able to help your brother and your sister. Again, I'm going to say it again. I need you to walk in spiritual discernment so that you can then be able to help your brother and your sister. 
Now, the only way you can walk in spiritual discernment is one, you do have to have the Holy Ghost. Two, you can't get the Holy Ghost if you ain't saved. I'm, I'm just giving us some help. And here's another piece. The other piece of it is, is, is this, is the dynamic of what this is, is that you have to be spiritual for you to be able to be effective. Now, let, let me clarify this. Let me clarify this. In Galatians chapter six, verses one, King James Version, it says, brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, we're looking at the same scenario, what Jesus is saying in Matthew chapter seven, if, if your brother has a mote in his eye, if he has something that he's struggling with, if he has something that he's going through, in Galatians 6 and 1, it says, brethren, if, you, if a man be overtaken in a fault, if he finds himself in a struggle, ye which are spiritual, restore such one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. What is he saying? I, I, please make sure that you are sharing this. Make sure that you are liking this. Make sure that you are giving me some love. Give me some hearts because I need, to, if this is helping you already, I need you to make sure you do it for me. Make sure that you are supporting. Help me out this tonight so we can be able to all, I can make sure that this is helping someone. If you who are already spiritual, you which are spiritual, you have to restore such one in the spirit of meekness. Now, one, you have to be able to be spiritual. What is he saying? I need you to have spiritual discernment so that you can be able to restore this person that has fallen in a fault. You cannot help him if, you not, if you're not functioning in spiritual discernment. But then he also helps you to understand that the way that you're all, you're able to help him is not only to have clear vision, but then have a clear heart. <laughs> understand that where you are, I could have been. So when I'm helping to restore you, when I'm helping to bring you back up, I'm doing it because I see the spirit that you're struggling with and I'm recognizing that could have been me. That might have been me at one time. I, 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 I might have been struggling with the same scenario and situation that you're dealing with. But now I'm saying I'm restoring you because I'm spiritual. I'm able to spiritually discern this. I'm, 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 I'm able to spiritually discern and see the spirit that's behind you, the spirit that's controlling and manipulating you. Now, now let's, let's go ahead and clear something up real quick. Every moment, every decision that we make, everything that we do has some form of spirit behind it. The question is, what spirit is behind the action? Now, I do want to make sure that I say this because we're talking about two different discernments, regular discernment, which everybody has, dealing with being able to see and recognize and understand what's right and wrong. We get that. Then we're talking about spiritual discernment, being able to see or recognize the spirit behind the action. What we're not looking for is we're not when we're spiritually discerning. When we're spiritually discerning, give me some hearts, give me some, give me some thumbs up. Please make sure you share this. When we are spiritually discerning, what we're looking for in the spirit is not the enemy. I want somebody to put that in there. Put that in the comment. What we're not looking for is the enemy. No, I want you to put it in the comment because I want to help somebody tonight. We are not looking for the enemy. That's not who we're looking for. We are not looking for the enemy. I want you to put it in. We are not looking for the enemy. 
So if we're not looking for the enemy when we have spiritual discernment, then who are we looking for? When we're looking in the spirit realm, we're looking for God. I'm trying to help somebody. When we're looking in spiritual discernment, we are trying to discern the Holy Ghost. We're trying to discern the God spirit, spirit of God. That's who we're looking for. We're not looking for the enemy. We're looking for God. I'm looking when I'm looking at you. I'm not looking at your fault. I'm looking at God. And if I can't see God, I'm going to see that there is another spirit behind you. But I'm not searching for the other spirit. I'm not searching for the enemy. What I'm looking for is God. That's who I'm looking for. In my spiritual discernment, I want to see God. And if I can see God in you, then I know that I can, then we're walking together and I can help. We can build this thing together. But if I see another spirit, I know what to do with that spirit because it's automatically recognized when I'm looking for God. I'm trying to help somebody. We don't get tricked when we're trying to look for God. No, we we don't get we don't get sidetracked when I'm trying to look for God in you. When I'm looking for the Spirit of God within you, even the Bible says when it talks about this, when it have talking about being spiritually discerned, it even talks about that you compare you 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 need to discern the Spirit even when it comes to prophecy. Discern discern the Spirit. Compare it Spirit to Spirit. I want you to compare and see. Do you see God's spirit in what is being prophesied? If you don't, that's not a right prophet. That, that's not the spirit of God. That's somebody else. That's not me. Let, now let's go ahead and clarify. Let's clarify this because I'm getting excited. Let me clarify this. Let me clarify this because I, I, I want us to be able to, I'm going to show us two examples real quick. I'm going to show us two examples because in these examples, Jesus allows us to be able to see when we, when we're looking for the boogeyman, I, I'm trying to help us. When we're trying to look for the enemy, when we're searching for the enemy, we can sometimes, we can sometimes get duped. I, I, I'm going to just say it that way. We can get, we can get tripped up because we're looking at situations and automatically say, if we're not looking spiritually, automatically say, this is your situation. This, this has to be the spirit behind that because we're looking for demons. We're looking for the spirit. We're not looking for God. But let's look at this example. Let's look at this example. Let's look at this example in, in Matthew's chapter nine, Matthew's chapter nine, verses 25. This is one of my favorite verses, one favorite verse in the, in the Bible. In this scripture context, it talks about a man that came with his son that was demon possessed. This is blessing you. Make sure you send me some love. I want to see some emojis. Give me some emojis. Give me some hearts. Give me some thumbs up. Make sure you're liking this. Make sure you're sharing this. Bless somebody of this is blessing you. So in Matthew's chapter nine, it's talking about a man that brings his son, his, his son that's dealing and got some issues, brings his son to the disciples, Jesus's friends, Jesus's mentees, as we would say. And when he brings them to his disciples, the Bible says that, that the disciples couldn't do anything. They couldn't help out the man. So then the man took his son and brought him over to Jesus. 
And when he brings him to Jesus, he says, listen, man, can you do me a favor? And, and, and can you at least help my son with anything? What, can you just be able to give him any help at all? Whatever assistance you can give him, can you please help my son out? And he starts to be able to go through this conversation with Jesus. And Jesus asks him, how long has this been going on? And the man says he's been dealing with this since he's a child. He says, listen, he throws himself into the fire. He cuts on himself and he, he, he continues to abuse his body. And this, this demon, this thing that is, that is on my son is hurting him. It's, it's constantly beating and beating him. And listen to what Jesus says in verse 25, Matthew chapter 9, verse 25 in the King James Version. This is what he says. When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, wait a minute, saying unto him, thou dumb and deaf spirit, I charge thee, come out of him and enter no more into him. Now, wait a minute, people, wait a minute. This man said, my son is cutting on himself. This man said, my son is stowing himself in the fire. This man said, these are the actions, these are the things that is happening. He's, he's cutting on himself. He's throwing himself into the fire. And the spirit that Jesus saw was a dumb and a deaf spirit. Now, now wait a minute. What about, a? you didn't see a suicidal spirit? You, you didn't see, you didn't see a deaf spirit? Like death, D-E-A-T-H, you didn't see a death? Spirit, you saw a dumb spirit? You saw a deaf spirit? You does that's how he discerned that? The question was for me, I asked myself, how would I discern that? If I was trying to help him, how could I have helped him? What if the real reason why the disciples could not effectively help this young man was because they could not discern what spirit is that? Because they recognized or saw or heard automatically he's dealing with suicide. So let me deal with the suicidal spirit. So let me deal with that instead of trying to discern what spirit is behind the action. Let's look at another one. <laughs> My God, this is good to me. Let's look at another one. Matthew's chapter 16, verse 23, in the King James Version. This is what it says. Matthew's chapter 16, verses 23. This is what it says. But he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Now let's clarify something. I want to fix something real quick. Right before this happens, Jesus is talking to his disciples. He's asking his disciples, who is the people out there saying I am? What are they saying about me? They say all these different names, all these different people. But then Jesus asks his group, well, who do y'all say that I am? And the Bible says that a man by the name of Peter steps up and says, thou is the Christ. You, you're the one. You're the son of the living God. And Jesus says, listen, only God could reveal that answer. You couldn't figure that out by regular discernment. You had to have spiritual discernment to be able to see who I am. 
You had to get it by revelation. But then he says, now after this, Peter, these are the things that you'll be able to do. I give unto you the keys of the key, all these great and good things. But then he starts to talk to him, talk to all of his disciples about what was about to transpire. He was about to go to the cross. He was going to die for our sins, all of these beautiful things. And as he's talking, Peter steps up and says, man, Jesus, you ain't doing that. Uh-uh, no, nah, you ain't doing that. And Jesus turns around and makes this statement. But he turned and said unto Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Thou art an offense unto me, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but those that be of man. Jesus looks at Peter and the statement that he just made, and he discerned that the spirit behind the statement that he just made was not God. I want y'all to hear me. I want y'all to hear this. He said, the spirit that is behind the statement you just made, Peter, that wasn't God. I, I recognize what God's voice sounds like. I, I recognize what the spirit of the Lord sounds like. I recognize and I recognize Peter by the discerning of the spirit that what you just said was not God. And let me tell you why. Let's read it again. Let me tell you why. Because for thou savorest not the things of God. That ain't God. But those that be of man, what is he saying? You are savoring the things of the flesh that, that, that has nothing to do with the things of God. And what you just said, that's not God. I discern that that's not God. Now, now I could give you more scriptures. I could show you how he discerned a, a, a woman that came to him, that was brought to him by a bunch of men. I want y'all to see this. He discerned that the actions behind the mans, the men that brought this woman that was caught in the act of adultery. Now, I want you to hear this. She was caught in the act of adultery. They brought her to him. They threw him, threw her at his feet, and they wanted to be able to see if he was going to do what the law was saying at that point of time, which can we stone her and kill her because she was caught in adultery. And Jesus did not make a move. Why? Because he discerned the spirit of the people. This is what you had. It was a spirit behind why you doing what you're doing. And that spirit is not of God. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to even answer your question. I'm going to ignore you and give you time to think over the thing that you said. And then he makes this statement. Those that have, <laughs> if you ain't got no faults, go ahead and throw the first stone. Go ahead. If you don't got nothing in your eye, go ahead and throw the first stone. Instead of prejudging this woman and not understanding why, what spirit was behind this woman, how many of us would have been like those men and not taken the time to discern what spirit is making you do this, baby? Not, I, I, I understand you saying it might be just for the money and I, I, I get you, but, but there's some, there's a spirit behind that. 
Let me walk with you. Let me help you with that. Holy Ghost, show me what spirit is behind this so I can help my sister. Because those that are spiritual, your job is to be able to help those. Restore one in the spirit of meekness. Baby, I've been there. I've struggled in the same. I, I understand where you're at. And what Jesus wants all of us, what God wants his people to do is stop discerning. <laughs> stop discerning just having the ability to judge well, saying this is wrong or this is right. No, no, not just that. But he's saying, I want you to spiritually discern. I want you to have the ability to recognize what spirit is behind that action. Spiritual discernment can help you in your relationships, not just, not just in this factor, it can help you with your business. It can help you in life when you have spiritual discernment. So this is what I want y'all to do for me. Those that are watching live, those that are listening through the podcast, I want you to do me a favor. This week, this week, I want you to take 10 minutes out of your day 10 minutes out of your day, five minutes when you wake up in the morning and five minutes before you go to sleep. And the only thing I want you to do is pray in the Holy Ghost. Now, it might be someone listening. It might be someone on live that says, I don't know how to be able to do this. I, I, I don't know how to pray in the Holy Ghost. I don't know. What, what are you talking about? What does that mean? If you're one of those people, do me a favor. DM me. If you're if you're on Facebook, find me on Facebook. If you're listening to the podcast, leave me a comment or something and I will help you because what the Holy Ghost wants to do is help us to be able to see in the spirit realm, to be able to discern the spirits behind that action. So again, in the morning when you wake up, five minutes, just give the Holy Ghost five minutes. Just pray in the Holy Ghost for five minutes and ask him, allow me today to be able to walk in spiritual discernment. At the, before you go to bed, pray in the Holy Ghost for five minutes before you go to sleep. And let's do this throughout this week. Why are we doing this? Because the Bible tells us that we this, this is a muscle in the spiritual that has to be trained. We need to exercise our spiritual discernment. We have to exercise this. So it might be day one and you might not be able to see nothing, but it has to be exercised. You've never done this before. Some of us might've done it at one time and stop praying in the Holy Ghost, stop relying and depending on the Holy Ghost to show us things. And we fell and made mistakes and, and, and fell in certain situations and I'm trying to figure out how I got here is because we were not discerning what was going on. We were not allowing the Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit to show us this is what's happening. 
So what is he saying? I want us. I want you to take the time. I want you to take the time to build this muscle, strengthen this muscle. For those that go to the gym and exercise, or those that go walking, or whatever type of exercise you do, this this is the same form. Every day you got to go work out to get stronger. Every day you have to put in some form of routine to be able to develop the muscles. This is the same thing. You have to be able to understand. And I want to be able to say this to help us. When we spiritually discern, there are different things in the spirit realm that we see. Everything is not through your eyesight. Everything is not through your ear gate. Some things is through your smell. Some things are through your taste. I have literally smelt the spirit and knew that that spirit was not of God. So it's not all the time that we hear. Sometimes we see, sometimes we smell, sometimes we can taste something. It's a nasty taste that comes out of nowhere and it's a spirit and God is saying, this is a spirit that I want you to be able to help this person deal with. So let's develop this by again, five in the morning, five minutes in the morning, five minutes before you go to bed, and let's go through this week, allowing the Holy Spirit to lead and to guide us. And so I love you all. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. Thank you for being a part of the Focus on Greatness podcast. I want to say thank you. I love you all because this is my passion. This is what I love to do. And I'm my job is to help you to find and focus on the greatness that's within you. Make sure even before you get off, if you haven't already, like it, share it with someone else that you know needs to be able to hear this word. Send some love. And for those that again want to be able to support financially, you can buy the, I'll leave the information in the comment below for those that are watching live, as well as for those that will be listening through the platform or through any of the podcast forms. You can be able to, I'll leave all the information there. So you can be able to support what God is doing right here at the Focus on Greatness podcast. Thank you all. I love you all. And y'all continue to walk in spiritual discernment as we do this thing together, helping one person at a time. I love you all. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.